Hey, what's up? This is Chris Gray, and you're listening to the ZFM Sport Podcast. And it's Messi! It is the cleanest of clean finishes from the best on the planet. It's time for the biggest sports stories. Chelsea, the UEFA Champions League winners of 2021. The biggest interviews. That uh, such a great spectacle is ruined by such such thuggish behavior. And all the analysis right here. He's the one player that has the arrogance to think that he can play in any stadium in the world and any pitch in the world in front of any player in the world and take them on. Every weekday, it's my sport, it's your sport. It's ZFM Sport. Let's join the team for the biggest show in the world of sport on ZFM Stereo. My station, your station. And now as uh, temperatures continue to drop around the country, we are here hopefully to light it up and add a bit of warmth to your weekend as we build up to what should be an absolutely lit one in the world of sport, both at home and internationally. And that team that is, of course, stocking up the Ambers is Barry Manandi, Chris Mizi, Alois Bunjira, myself, Mike Madura. Our producer is Sean Tefereniga. What can you expect on the home front? Caps United coach Lloyd Chitembwe believes the recent turbulence that rocked the team before the elite clash with Cranbourne Bullets will not have any mental impact on his players as they travel to Mandava for a showdown with defending champions FC Platinum in match day 14 of the Castle Lager Premier Soccer League. We also have international sport for you and we'll head to Trans-Tasmania where with talk of Australian sides closing the gap on New Zealand teams, Brumby's coach Dan McKellar is challenging his charges to go the distance as his side enter a season-shaping three-match stretch against Super Rugby be Pacific heavyweights. In the IPL, Delhi Capitals' David Warner produced one of his finest knocks against his former team Sunrisers Hyderabad as his 92 off just 58 balls brought about a 21-run win which ensured the Capitals remain in contention for a playoff spot. After our play of the day, we take in the beautiful game where kickoff is on the continent and our Akhli will look to shake off there in different form when they host Esetif for Champions League, CAF Champions League semi final first leg clash in Cairo tomorrow night. In England, Tottenham Hotspur manager Antonio Conte has said Spurs should not be afraid of pressure when they travel to Liverpool for tomorrow's Premier League clash and face, quote, one of the best teams in the world. And in Italy, Milan will look to retain top position in Serie A when they face Verona in the City of Love on Sunday. The Warriors, the Chevrons, the Cheetahs, the Mighty Warriors, and the Sables. From the pool to the track to the field, we are Team Zimbabwe. From Rufaro to Barberfields, Mandava to Nyamunga, all the perfect moments in the Castle Lager Premier Soccer League come together on ZFM Sport. Match day 14 kicked off this afternoon with a clash at Sakuba. That saw Cranbon Bullets go down to Yada 1 0. And uh, you've got to say that uh, uh, Yabo. Uh, Nesbitt Saruchira Barry I mean he has been struggling for goals he's been trying all sorts of combinations uh, up front uh, we saw uh, young Muzondiwa I call him young yeah. uh, he's no longer young <laughs> Brian, Muzondiwa, uh, Brian yeah. Muzondiwa come in yeah. you know he scored here and there Ferremba hasn't Ferremba hasn't been he hasn't been scoring as many as many people thought he would yeah. uh, at Cranbourne Bullets and that is the puzzle that uh, Saruchira is going to have to solve uh, if he's to survive in this league 
yeah, he's he's going to have to solve that puzzle. But also, there's there's another puzzle he needs to solve. I think that uh, uh, the times that we've watched him play, he uh, his his build up and uh, uh, incision phases are way too slow. Uh, we've always talked about this league is getting faster, uh, and uh, you're going to have to play a little bit faster if you're going to get results. And so, uh, apart from his front men delivering goals, I think he's got to find a solution uh, that gets him to goal a little bit quicker. All right, uh, let's go to Caps United. Of course, that uh, they've been all the rage this whole week on different sports shows not least of course ours and their coach Lloyd Chitembwe believes the recent turbulence that rocked Makepekepe before the ugly clash with Cranbourne Bullets will not have any mental impact on his players as they travel to Mandava for a showdown with defending champions FC Platinum tomorrow afternoon. Meanwhile FC Platinum captain Petros Mari says they haven't been following Caps United's in-house battles ahead of the showdown. Let's hear from FC Platinum coach Nomen Mapeza who echoed the sentiments of his captain. So far, so good. I can't complain. You know, we are going to face uh, the Kitsina team. You know, and, uh, they have a lot of quality in their side, a lot of experienced players in their side. You know, and uh, it's not going to be easy for us. You know, we are coming from uh, from from from, from uh, the loss against uh, against the Rangers. Uh, it's a game of football. We lost. I think they will complain. But uh, the boys, I think, they, uh, did very well. They worked so hard. But at the end of the day, you know. It's part of football, you win some, you win some. But now our main focus now is uh, on a game against Kids and Saturday. Norman Mapesa, the coach of FC Platinum, saying that they're focused on their own preparations ahead of the clash with Caps United. And they have to, don't they, Chris? Uh, FC Platinum, they're not having a great season. At least the start to this season hasn't gone according to expectations. And they certainly have to fix uh, problems of their own on the field of play. Yeah, when you take a look at FC Platinum, their start to the season, things that have rocked them this season, they've also had their quota unquote in-house issues where they've had to dispose of some players including one of the players who's going to be coming up against them um, in this piece who's uh, Rodwell Chinyengetere he's with uh, Caps United now so when you take a look at that FC Platinum side they haven't been being able to string together um, a number of wins they've been extremely patchy in their results and they're dangling in mid-table at the moment so it's good for them to focus on their own game and not just take it for granted that a shaky Caps United side is going to be an easy side to come up against no, that patchy form for FC Platinum uh, sees them uh, winning just three matches in the last ten games they've played. They've lost two and they have drawn uh, five matches in that run which has seen them falling badly off the pace as far as the chase for honours uh, in the Castle Lager Premier Soccer League is concerned. FC Platinum currently sitting in eighth place in uh, with 19 points and they are now 10 points behind the table toppers dynamos and uh, that is a terrible place to be and uh, it's going to be difficult isn't it Barry unless they make some really big and major signings uh, during the mid-season transfer window for FC Platinum to close that gap. Yeah for sure um, I think that uh, part of what has uh, caused FC Platinum to, to struggle is perhaps uh, it's gotten a bit stale um, yes I know they introduced uh, Juan Mutuza, they got him from dynamos uh, and, and they've tried to freshen up things but in truth uh, 
uh, a lot of the the personnel that runs out for FC Platinum have been there and been there for several seasons. So I think that uh, yes, I agree. Mid-season window, freshen it up, uh, get some some fresh legs, get some fresh impetus, fresh ideas in there uh, in terms of playing staff, and hopefully you start getting a run of results going. But uh, Norman Lopez has got to fix it and fix it fast. Well, he's got to fix it and he's got an opportunity against Caps United. Uh, and in studio, we've got Alois Bunjira. Uh, Alois, of course, uh, you were not happy uh, with the shenanigans that were happening at your former club this past week uh, and over the weekend. But Lloyd Chitembre and the players that he still remains with, uh, they've got an opportunity to get things right on the field of play and try and put that sad incident behind them against FC Platinum, a team that they have traditionally actually done very well against. Yeah, I think uh, this is a match about redemption. You know, uh, for the players, especially those ones that were recalled, you know, sometimes you just want to uh, to get back into the good books of the coach. You know, we heard about the coach. I know he had a, a scathing interview. You know, uh, like attacking the players, like uh, like he was angry. Uh, with he was very angry with the player. So probably if you are back in the team and you you wanna you wanna play uh, so that you can redeem, you know yourself. But uh, it's not gonna be easy for Caps United. I heard about the, that they are not going to be affected by what happens. There's no way that psychologically they are not. They men, mentally they they some 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 level they will be affected by what happened uh, during the past week. So it takes Chigai, Panuda Magai, you know, I know Doti. I let's take this behind us. But it's it's not everyone who has got Chigai. So we don't know who Magai Ndanani, Azri Magai Ndanani. So it, it can only be proven after the match when or during the match when we watch the match that Ababani Magai, this guy is Magai. But for now, we can only speculate that psychologically somehow, somewhere they're going to be affected. But if, as for FC Platinum, I think they're also struggling. You know, they're in, in house uh, problems, uh, the reshuffling that they did. You know, I think the philosophy was not, uh, was not, uh, was not a team effort. You know, the changing of the philosophy and everything that happened. There doesn't seem to be an agreement. Yes, there wasn't an agreement. So there is, there's not, there's, I don't see no harmony. Position. Yeah, there's no yeah. harmony in the, in, the, in, the, in the camp at the moment. So I think uh, basically Caps United can actually uh, take... Uh, Take, uh, some, take, advantage. Something, take advantage of that as well. That they, are, they have their own problems, but they are facing a team that is not on, on top of the of the situation as well as far as problems are concerned. So I think this match is very unpredictable. We will have to watch and see what happens. For me, I think uh, this is uh, an even evenly balanced uh, game where the the emotions and the uh, skills, the everything is balanced at the moment. Everything uh, balanced uh, between uh, these two teams. Uh, both teams looking to get a win uh, to put behind them uh, a run of unconvincing results. And of course, of Caps United, three players who have a chance at redemption Ronald Chitio, Rodwo Chinyengetere, and Devon Chafa, who have been initially fingered as the ring leaders uh, in the uh, protest by Caps United players uh, this past weekend versus Cranbourne Bullets. Yes. Very <laughs> 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 you dirty geezer. Uh, you know, to the pure, all things are pure. Uh, so uh, let's, let's not abuse the geezer uh, language. So, so they had been initially, of course, uh, fingered, and now 
they of course have got a chance at redemption. Rodo Chinyenge Serie, like Chris pointed out, returning to his former haunt, Mandava, to take on his former Paymasters FC Platinum. Who win the one? Who carry the day? Send us your predictions on WhatsApp and our number is 0731-168-045. That's 0731-168-045. We're also on Twitter and Facebook at ZFM Sport. Now, let's just run through the fixtures in the Council Lager Premier Soccer League match day 14. Action tomorrow at the National Sports Stadium. Harare City will be taking on Manika Diamonds. Whilst at Luveve, it's Herentals who are back in Bulawayo to take on Chicken Inn at Nyamunga. Gwenyaresha Membe, ZPC Kariba, will be taking on Wawa. And of course, that big game at Mandawa, FC Platinum versus Caps United. And then at Sakuba in Mutare, it's Black Rhinos entertaining Gezi Platinum Stars who will be looking to bounce back after a surprising defeat to Harare City last time out on Sunday. Sunday, three matches at Sakuba Tenex versus Triangle at the National Sports Stadium. It's Dimbare who entertain bottom of the table, Bulawayo City. And then there's a Bulawayo Derby, Emma Gumeni, Barber Fields. It's Bulawayo Chiefs taking on Highlanders. Hi, my name is Rune Shamba, my Toria's super striker. You're listening to ZFM Sports. Let's take a look at the rest of your local sports news, starting with some cricket where late blows in the chase and a brilliant bowling effort by Brad Evans helped Zimbabwe H a three-wicket win over Nepal in the first one-day match of a three-match series in Kirtipur. The visitors nervously inching towards their target 137s. Evans cracked two sixes and a four off the bowling of Sushan Bari to get his team over the line. Nepal had been dismissed for 136 runs inside 31 overs after they lost the toss and Zimbabwe A elected to bat first. In rugby news, loose forward Aidan Burnett has been appointed captain of the Zimbabwe Goshawks when they clash with the Bolin Cavaliers in a Curry Cup First Division fixture at False Bay Rugby Club in Cape Town tomorrow. With skipper Hilton Wadariki starting the match off the bench, Burnett, who starts at a at eighth man, will lead the Goshawks as they seek a second win in the Curry Cup First Division. The Goshawks have so far won one of three matches they have played and the sole victory came courtesy of a 22-21 to win against the Simba of Kenya and that was a fortnight ago. Mike, it's looking interesting for the Goshrooks at the moment but what's important is that they're getting the necessary experience in this tournament. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, uh, I hope that the technical team of course are keeping an eye out on the performance. It's all about refining the squad. They carried a very big squad mm. into South Africa for this tournament uh, and they're looking at giving opportunities to players and also I like this one because they're going to have a, a close look at Burnett and what he brings to the party as far as the leadership stakes is concerned. There were a few whispers that uh, Hilton Mudariki may not be our best option uh, at number nine. So if he isn't to start uh, come the crunch matches for the Sables, then we also need to replace him as captain. Let's finish off with some athletics news. We're head of the national event coaches for the middle and long distance runners. Benson Chauke has rallied behind the Zimbabwean athletes that will compete in the Durban Marathon as they see qualification times for the World Championships. Long distance runners Munyara Zijari and Isaac Mpofu departed today for South Africa where they will compete in the Durban Marathon on Sunday.
International Sports News Roundup, where the world comes out to play. got rugby and cricket on our international feature but let's start with the rugby and uh, there was some super rugby play this morning and here are your results uh, the Auckland Blues absolutely scintillating and thumping the Melbourne Rebels at 71-28 in a try fiesta and then the Queensland Reds are going down some would say surprisingly to the Highlanders at 27-19 now we'll talk of Australian sides closing the gap on New Zealand teams Brumby coach Dan McKellar is challenging his charges to go the distance as his sides enter a season shaping three match stretch against Super Rugby Pacific Heavyweights. Sitting second the Brumbies face the fourth place Chiefs in Hamilton tomorrow and then take on fellow top four title hopefuls the Crusaders and then the table topping Blues. Let's hear from former All Black Jeff Wilson who spoke about the improvements Australian sides have, have made in this season's Super Rugby competition. I look at the influence now that Dave Rennie has had in the 18 months that he's had the job and I see it start to filter through. They are looking more and more like a team that's got a got someone over the top of them giving them all the information they need to know. When he left New Zealand, he's given Australia an opportunity to close the gap and now everybody, their coaches included over there, have a better understanding how to, be, how to play against New Zealand teams. And if you think about comparing last year's Trans-Tasman competition to this year's competition of Super Rugby Pacific, this is what it looks like, okay? We went to Australia last year, on average, we scored 39 points a game. They scored 20 points a game this year in 2022, the significant difference. We are scoring nine and a half points less and they are scoring a couple of points. So all of a sudden, the margin is just over seven, which is a converted try, which means the game is on the line when you're going to the death. Jeff Wilson uh, speaking there about uh, the improvements, Barry, uh, in Australian rugby that have been brought about by Dave Rennie. And surprise, surprise, Dave Rennie, a New Zealander. Uh, And uh, the one thing that we have seen, Barry, just to broaden the discussion, is that uh, the catalyst to many teams closing the gap on the All Blacks this past decade has been New Zealand exporting its coaches Coaches, globally into South Africa and notably into Europe and now we're seeing that impact in Australia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, just a side note to Warren Gatlin at uh, Wales is another example that... John uh, Plumtree who was at the Sharks. Yeah, The gap closes because of the system in New Zealand. I mean, you look at Dave Rennie, uh, he receives data and analytics from all the clubs, clubs and According to the data that he's receiving, all the players this season are better conditioned than they were in the Trans-Tansman competition in 2021. Whereby, at this stage in the competition, just in the in the, in the in the last winning, they've won more games. The Australian teams more games against their New Zealand rivals in the last two rounds of Super Rugby Pacific compared to the entire Trans-Tasman competition in 2021. Already that shows you that there is improvement that is happening and it's as a result of that data and analytics and also the changes that Dave Rennie has made to the fitness regime as well as the ability to play against New Zealand sides. It's it's a different competition, it's a different uh, rivalry now that he's joined Australia. And one of the things, uh, uh, Chris, that he's introduced is a skills-based 
game. Uh, and that is where New Zealand has always been head and shoulders above the rest of world rugby. And we're seeing Dave Rennie, who has got that template from his time in New Zealand rugby, introducing the same things to Australian rugby now, where skill has come to the forefront mm-hmm. rather than just brawn, muscle, power and weight. And that's exactly what New, Ze- New Zealand teams for a long time were able to do, is they were able to go the full 80 and other teams are not able to do that because that's all they were using. But New Zealand teams were able to go the full 80. They had the full skill set. So what Dave Rennie's come in and do is he's come in and made sure that there is a complete skill set when you take a look at these teams that teams are playing according to those specific sets that he's uh, in, uh, basically put out front for the teams. So when you take a look at that, they are able to go for longer, they're conditioned better and also they're focusing on those skill sets. So basically what they've done is they've matched New Zealand at what they're good at. And one of those things, Mike, that uh, New Zealand has done uh, so well is the fact that, you know, at the junior levels, I think they're up to about under 19, uh, you you do not decide where you want to play in terms of position. Yeah. You play everywhere. Yeah. Uh, and so that means that a New Zealand hooker, uh, and we've seen it many times with Dane Coles. Yeah, Dane Coles. <laughs> he, yeah. he can play almost like an auxiliary back mm-hmm. because throughout his development, he's played as a back. He's played as a flank and has played in various positions. And he has got the skill set. And he's he can got the handle skills. the ball. Exactly. He can kick the ball. He knows what decisions to make Correct. in certain situations. Correct. And so when you've got that complete skill set of knowing what to do in different uh, um, areas of the field and different times of the game, uh, you give yourself more of a chance depending on where the ball pops up. Oh, your Super Rugby Pacific weekend fixtures. Moana Pacifica will be taking on the Waratahs, the Chiefs versus the Brumbies the Western Force versus the Canterbury Crusaders and the Wellington Hurricanes will be taking on Fijian Drua. Hi, my name is Sean Williams, Zimbabwe Cricket Captain. You're listening to ZFM Sport. Z. Right, let's go to the cricket where Delhi Capitals David Warner produced one of his finest knocks against his former team, Sunrisers Hyderabad, as his 92 of just 58 balls brought about a 21-run win, which ensured the Capitals remain in contention for a playoff spot. Delhi posted a daunting total of 207 for three, and despite 42 from 25 balls from Aidan Makram and 62 from 34 from Nicholas Puran, the target proved too much for the Sunrisers, who subsided to 186 for 8 in reply and uh, David Warner uh, Chris up against his former side Mm. needed very little motivation (laughs) needed very little motivation I think when you take a look at that performance um, 12 fours 3 sixes and broken 122 with Powell for the fourth wicket he was absolutely on fire he's been uh, finding a little bit tricky to break into those um three digits but I think when you take a look at this kind of performance it was still absolutely brilliant and he'll be able to do so further down in the competition. Well this season uh, the left handed batter has registered four half centuries but the three figure mark like Chris has said has eluded him. However speaking after the game against Sunrisers Warner said that he will leave scoring hundreds to Rajasthan Royals batter <laughs> Joss Butler and of course uh, that was said in jest. Barry we take a look at the top of the IPL standings mm. and we see two very unfamiliar sides and they are the Gujarat Titans and the Lucknow Super Giants the two new (laughs) franchises we take a look further down and it's the two most successful sides in the IPL they are bringing up the rear the Mumbai Indians 
and the Chennai, Chennai Super, Super Kings. Kings. 100%. And uh, it just shows that there's been a moving of the cheese. And uh, CSK and Mumbai Indians didn't realize that things were being shaken up. Uh, the credit to the Delhi Capitals, though, they, I mean, they, they were a new franchise a few seasons ago. Uh, and uh, you can see that they've uh, managed to make a fist of it, a fight of it. They're now sitting in fifth, uh, knocking on the door of getting uh, into the, those playoff spots. Uh, Rajasthan, uh, the Royal Challengers, Bangalore, sitting in fourth are a little bit uh, techy uh, but two wins in five have given Delhi Capitals that ability uh, can, I, can I stay with you Barry I want to talk uh, Chennai Super Kings uh, we know they have been so ably led by Mahendra Singh Dhoni yep. uh, you know wonderful servant uh, to Indian cricket sure. but I, I see so many similarities between the Chennai Super Kings and, and the India. LA Lakers oh. uh, not because they both wear yellow uh, and they've got, <laughs> but, but simply because you know they've got two larger than life personalities yeah. who are in the team. Yeah. You know, LeBron James at the Lakers. And these two guys have played a massive hand in the recruitment. Yes, they have. Yeah. And now we take a look at how Chennai has fallen away so badly. I mean, yeah. uh, how they could afford to lose, for example, Faf Duplessis, mm. uh, who goes on and is becoming one of the mainstays at the Royal Challengers Bungalow. In fact, he's the captain yeah. at that franchise. You wonder, how does that happen? Yeah. Perhaps they've allowed... Mahindra Singh Dhoni way too much power yeah. in the back office. It's it's like we discussed about uh, LeBron James. in the front office, as I would say in America. <laughs> in America, yeah. Um, I, I, and it's as we discussed about uh, LeBron James, it's either that you're going to play or you're going to administer. You can't do both. Mm. And uh, it's, it's not wise for you to do both. I have no problem in having a skipper who participates and, and, uh, and uh, suggests and con- contributes mm. to the tactical discussions, okay, as you're facing games because that's the job of and role of a, of, a, of, a, of a captain. He's supposed to be part of that brain's trust in the, in the, in the, in the squad. But when it comes to the administrative side, recruitment and, and, and all sorts, I think that's uh, a bridge you know, I'll never trust listening to players. Mm. Uh, and here's the reason why. <laughs> Liverpool, mm. okay, are looking for a new manager. Yeah. Right? Yeah. They wanted to replace Gerard Houllier. Yeah. They had Jose Mourinho on the list. They had Rafael Benitez as the final two candidates yeah. to take the job. Yeah. What did they do? They summoned the senior players yeah. and asked them, who would you want to be your managers? Mm. Do you know who they chose? Yeah. They chose Rafa Benitez. Right, yeah. Yeah. And Jose Mourinho left and went to Chelsea. Yeah. Yet Mourinho wanted to join Liverpool yeah. from Porto. Yeah. And he went and now look at the trajectory of the clubs yeah, yeah. in terms of the difference so sometimes you know what I, I understand players are great ETC but sometimes that players should just be left to play yeah us. and you know what the skill sets required to make those kinds of decisions are totally different can we expect expect players to make decisions and lead when it's time for them to play absolutely but I think the business and administration requires literal different lessons <laughs> and experience so I think the two are divided for a reason and while seeking um, you know, some input from the players is, is sometimes good. I think the decisions should be made by the guys in the suits. By the decision makers. Yeah, <laughs> by the decision makers. Uh, well, le- right now there's action in the IPL. It's the side that is top Gujarat. They are taking on the Mumbai Indians. The Mumbai Indians, they lost the toss. They were sent in to bat and they made 177 for six. And uh, just taking a look at some of the top performers, uh, Sharma, the captain, Rohit Sharma, struck a 43 and then 
then Kishan 45 at the top of the order and then of course uh, they had uh, further uh, contributions from David who struck 44 from 21 lower down the order Gujarat are currently in and it's 56 for no loss after just 6.3 overs and Saha uh, is at the crease. He's got a 38 from a 24. Louis so Saha. it looks like uh, they're not Louis Saha. <laughs> 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 I don't know if you play. So, so Mumbai Indians have got their work cut out. It looks like they may well uh, lose this game unless they're able to take a few wickets uh, between now and of course at the end of that uh, game. Your IPO weekend uh, matches Two matches tomorrow, two matches on Sunday. Tomorrow is the Punjab Kings taking on the Rajasthan Royals. And then the Lucknow Super Giants will take on Kolkata Knight Riders. And then on Sunday, it's the Sunrisers Hyderabad uh, taking on the Royal Challengers at Bangalore. And then it'll be the Chennai Super Kings taking on David Warner and the Delhi Capitals. Hi, this is Benjamin Luck. I'm on the Zimbabwe Davis Cup team. And you're listening to ZFM Sport. Around the world in 60 seconds. International Sports News. We're going to serve off in Spain where Rafael Nadal said he will be the underdog when the tw- record 21-time Grand Slam champion faces teenagers Carlos Acaraz tonight in the battle between the Spaniards in the Madrid Open quarterfinals. Australian Open champion Nadal is playing his first tournament since picking up a rib injury at Indian Wells in March and expects a very tough test against the 19-year-old. Sean is clearly following instructions now, according to Mike, and yes, putting some respect on Rafael. Let's head over to Florida where Red Bull's Max Verstappen has said this weekend is going to be pretty crazy as he looks forward to the chance of taking another big bite out of Ferrari's rival Charles Leclerc's 27-point lead in Miami as Formula One gets ready to rock around its newest venue. The pair have reached have each won twice the season and the fifth round on the fast track laid out around the Hard Rock Stadium could see another big battle between the 24-year-old front runners. And we'll touch down in Pennsylvania where the Philadelphia 76ers superstar center Joel Embiid is currently listed as out for Game 3 of their Eastern Conference semifinals against the Miami Heat. But there is progress that could be made to change his availability in time to play early tomorrow morning. The week This weekend, the NBA playoffs head into the crucial Game 3s in both the Eastern and Western Conference and Embiid has has yet to be cleared from the NBA's concussion protocol. Instagram follow us on Instagram. Keep us in your timelines. You don't want to miss it. Take a picture of me. See it, share it. Fan zone. Get in touch with the team and have your say your way. Operator. You know, our number 0731 That's for our WhatsApp platform, 0731 Route 1 direct into the studio. A regular contributor, thanks, Mudzimba. Good evening. Welcome to the show. And you say, what's up, guys? It's a jump ball between Caps United and FC Platinum. Love the basketball. Well 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 Great analogy. He well says, the forces are at equilibrium, but the green machine can win this one if they can tune out their recent off-field skull duggery. One all for me. This is thanks, Mudzimba. And Alois, it's a difficult one to call this game because we don't know uh, what sort of form Caps United is in, uh, what are the levels of commitment, and also with FC Platinum, they've been struggling to just put in good performances and to score goals. Yeah, Mike, exactly. That's what I said before, that, you know, this game is just evenly balanced, you know, psychologically, mentally, technically.
technically everything you do, just don't know. You know, we don't know whether Caps United are going to be to have their mindset right for the game or not. And FC Platinum, they've had their own problems. The coaches and, are friends. They, yeah, the coaches are friends. <laughs> they are not just friends, they're homeboys. Yeah, yes. You know, they come from Honda Valley together. Yeah. They stay in the unit A together. Yeah. They played junior football together. together. <laughs> <laughs> so this is this is just even the balance. You, yeah. We don't know. You we know, don't know which way game to go which, and watch. Yeah, this is a game to go and watch because you don't quite know which way it's going to go. Wayne yeah. in the Motara. Good evening, Wayne. Uh, thanks for tuning in. You say Caps United will lose this weekend. Then you go on to talk European football. Hans Madrid all the way. Atletico Inofa. As you guys should learn to respect Madrid, you <laughs> underestimate Madrid too much. Um, is it no, underestimating no, them or just no. really calling a spade it's, a spade when you say Madrid has, has not been... In fact, I'll tell you one stat, yeah. uh, Chris, which is Madrid are the first side to make it to the final, having lost a semi-final, uh, a quarter-final and a round of 16 game. So they are vulnerable. They've shown yes, their vulnerability. Yes, they've shown their vulnerability. But we say, I think we also say this over and over that Madrid has found... A way to win game. They've got a couple money of combos. Game. Exactly, money yeah. game. Mano Juma. That's Mano Juma. exactly and, what and, it is. And, and, and a degree of luck. And on punditry, we we look at we look at the stats, yes, and but we also look at the form. We look at the patterns of play. We look at how a team is performing, mm. and then we call it that way. And in truth, we couldn't call Real That's, Madrid because their money game. Nobody would have expected it. It was done and dusted. Yeah, Francis Movima from Crowbra says the Champions League is headed to Madrid. Gifted goals to Real Madrid against PSG and Chelsea at their recent comeback against the favourites Man City shows they are in it to win it. It's there to lose it and now and I, I want to come back to that stat uh, that Alois mentioned that you know what until the 89th minute yeah. Madrid scored with their first shot, shot on target yeah. Yeah. Uh, in, the, in, in the 89th minute and you know in a game that City really should have shut out you begin to think to yourself will they get that sort of leniency from a Liverpool side yes and then uh, also the stat that you gave that they had lost a game in the round of 16 quarter final and then in the semi-final this is a one-off game so had those been one of games, <laughs> they, would have, they would have been gone. They would have, we would be talking about history. So, uh, yes, and, and I admire Real Madrid fans talking it up, but this one is a lot closer uh, than they think, and I don't think uh, Real Madrid will get the sort of luck that they're going to have to bring their best A game. Okay, Sculptor Colin is back, and he says, uh, welcome back, guy. I've been held incommunicado. I was in the backwaters of poor network coverage. Uh, thanks for a good run of quality punditry. Uh, it says, good evening to you, our great quartet. Caps United has fallen for the cloven hooves by sailing with a dingy boat led by its selfish and arrogant owner, Farai Jere. Why fire players for just requesting your dues and Jitembe must not be an accessory to players' ill treatment. Caps to lose against uh, Platinum 3-0. Klopp has given me more strength to go by classic uh, Liverpool so Scouter Colin at his best at his supremo he's talking about 3-0 and uh, Chris it's difficult to see three goals coming out of this FC Platinum yeah side. yeah FC Platinum at the moment is not scoring goals they're not I can't remember the last time they scored three goals I think it might have been in the Chibuku Super Cup um, it, it's I don't see three goals coming out of them. Um, they need to work on that final third quite significantly if we're going to start to expect those kinds of scorelines. Is Caps United a mess? Yes. But is it a mess you can get three goals out of FC Platinum from? I don't think so. But you don't tell us your name. You simply say one-legged final. So Real Madrid is vulnerable.
That's because it's going to be one on, on on ninety minutes or one hundred and twenty yeah. minutes, Alois, and you can. Yeah. Uh, uh, I corrections up. Yeah, and and Abana gonna psychologically because now we are at Banaba. Yeah, we've got the fans. You know, this team is gonna be backing off. There is nothing. This is a once-off game, and we've seen that games like that they don't do so well. Uh, Owen is in traffic, but he's on his phone. Owen, it's <laughs> uh, <laughs> No, I'm just joking. Owen, thanks for sending your message. Uh, I'll just assume you're on the passenger seat, Owen. Yes. Uh, you say Madrid. It just Liverpool is a different animal altogether. Revenge is on the cards, and of course, he's referring one, uh, yeah. to that Champions League final where Mohamed Salah got injured early on yes. and changed the complexion of the game and Real Madrid eventually ran out a 3-1 winner. So there is uh, motivation for Liverpool, but Real Madrid bring with them plenty and plenty of experience. Just a couple more messages here as we wrap it up. Uh, this one is Tinashe in Chi Town, uh, and he says that uh, about the UEFA finale, Madrid are going to be uh, have a busy time as they should match Liverpool's intensity, which is very hard, and Zichayenda uh, Paris. Uh, so uh, it, that's true. The level of intensity, I think Madrid needs to up their game. Uh, and then uh, just uh, wrapping it up here, the messages keep coming in. Anzi Musa did it in Madrid. As look where Madrid came from, they eliminated all the big teams you think of. And in order to be called European champion, Madrid is the team to beat us, Chelsea. They did it last year and they were crowned champions. Musa did it Real Madrid. No, to say that one team is a favorite and another team is not is just saying that this team here looks like it's got a, a greater chance of actually winning. Yeah, because Madrid, you know, winner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Real Madrid. Fans seem a bit touchy. Yes, yeah, they're yeah, all very yeah, touchy. Yeah, yeah. 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 Your, your hit mu- music station. My station. Your station. It's everybody's station. Z FM Stereo. The big leagues. The big teams. The big players. The beautiful game on ZFM Sport. All right, we start on the continent. Al-Akhli will look to shake off their indifferent form when they host a Satif for a CAF Champions League semi-final first leg uh, uh, clash in Cairo tomorrow night. Al-Akhli uh, chasing a third successive African crown and a record-extending 11th overall, the Real Madrid of Africa, uh, narrowly ousted Raja Casablanca <laughs> 3-2 on aggregate in the quarterfinals and come into the clash having underwhelmed in recent weeks. Now, uh, Alois, with Peter Manismani's side, uh, they've managed just one win from their last five matches across all competitions, piling pressure on the South African tactician. Their last outing was a one-all draw away to Ceramica Cleopatra, uh, which is <laughs> a very interesting <laughs> name for a football club in the Egyptian Premier League last weekend. <clears throat> so he's going to have to dig forms out of somewhere uh, to proceed to the final. 
Yeah, it's, it's going to be difficult. Uh, uh, but, you know, when you look at their home form, it hasn't been convincing. And uh, like you said, remember, uh, he is not the, uh, the fans' favorite. No. Uh, at uh, Arkley, and he's, he's got a lot of things against him, you know, uh, at, the, at, at the club. So I think uh, the situation is not, uh, is not, uh, is not very good for him. And uh, uh, psychologically, I don't think that he's in a good space as well. So he desperately, he desperately needs this final he needs to get in there you know yeah. if he doesn't get in there with the situation at home as well i don't i don't i don't think it's going to be very good for him yeah i think he, he desperately needs this one he, he really does uh satif is his uh, uh opponents in this match uh, meanwhile provided a major surprise in the previous round when they defeated esperance uh, de tunis one nil on aggregate so that's a very tasty one uh, in prospect and then the other semi-final uh, it's petro de luanda of angola they go up against cuidad casablanca all the rivalry. Goal for Liverpool early on Derby Day. All the stars. Cut back and De Bruyne. He made that look easy, and I promise you it wasn't. And all the game-changing moments. Aubameyang, can he find a way through? You bet he can. That is top, top class. All the updates from the Premier League on ZFM Sport. All right, in England, Tottenham Hotspur manager Antonio Conte has said Spurs should not be afraid of pressure when they travel to Liverpool for tomorrow's Premier League clash and face one of the best teams in the world. Uh, Tottenham are fifth in the Premier League on 61 points, two points outside the top four with four matches left. Now, when I said one of the best teams in the world, they weren't weren't my words, they were Antonio Conte's. I said this uh, to to my players. Uh, We need to to play... uh, um, a good game and to have brave when we have the ball don't be scared uh, for all their pressure and to find the solution because I think that uh, we improved a lot and uh, we can go there and uh, to play to try to get three points also because you know very well that uh, we are in this uh, in this race for a place in Champions League and uh, uh, for this reason, we need to try to get points every game, not many times, uh, available for us. And for this reason, every game uh, uh, is a big chance for us to, to improve the table. Also, if the game, in this game, uh, you have to, to try to beat uh, Liverpool. See. Now, Mike, uh, in prospect, um, Anfield is is a very different venue to travel to. So you're not surprised that Antonio Conte speaks about bravery and speaks about the lack of fear. Well, they're going to have to be brave, Barry. Uh, It's an injury-decimated squad. I think they only have 15 uh, fit senior players uh, for this game. I think until the end of the season, you know, uh, players like Oliver Skip, uh, Matt Doherty, uh, Jafet Tanganga, uh, he's he's out of that game. So he doesn't have a lot of options uh, to call on. Uh, So in terms of making changes, during the game if he gets it wrong or things don't go his way uh, his hand is very limited but what I like about this game Barry is that it's two sides that are playing for something you've got Liverpool who are playing for invincibility and trying to win uh, and put pressure on Man City as far as the uh, title is concerned in England then you've got uh, a, a Tottenham side that know full well that if they lose this game 
uh, they can almost put paid to their chances of qualifying for the Champions League, especially if Arsenal go on and win. So there is so much at stake, so much riding uh, on this game. Uh, and so we can expect a very dogged performance uh, for Tottenham. And the Tottenham side that's got goals in them because Harry Kane uh, and Son up front are always a threat. They're always a threat, aren't they? That uh, no matter what game they're, they're, they're playing, what opponent they're, they're, they're facing, uh, those two, when they combine, uh, they can deliver results, can't they, Chris? And uh, uh, Anfield uh, against Liverpool will be no different because those, if you want bravery and players who can, mm. those two can. And players who take their chances as well. I think when you take a look at um, Son and uh, the other guy. You take a look at Son and Kane. Um, those are two players I think that combination has clicked and worked perfectly um, and continues to do so. I think this is now the second, third season that this it's working so effectively. They're very clinical and when they get their chances, they take them, they use them effectively. So in this game, will they be able to get behind that Liverpool defence though? I'm not too sure. Um, I'm not sure how tactically you can come up effectively against this Liverpool side. Well, Tottenham is probably one of the sides that's set up for that very purpose because uh, under Conte, uh, Alois, they've become a counter-attacking side. And so you expect that that's going to be the, 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 the arrow in their quiver, as Mike would say. Yeah, that's, that has been their weapon, you know, in the in the past few years when uh, Son and Son and, uh, and, and Kane have played uh, the other guy. They've played along along those lines. And you remember Conte at Chelsea as well. He also thrived on that, uh, on that counter-attacking that football. That's uh, I think he actually fitted in like hand to glove with uh, with Tottenham Hotspur with the kind of players that he has got. You know, I think Spurs, if he, if Harry Kane had not solved and <laughs> was not interested in the first few games of the season, I think there could be in a better place yeah. right now because when he started kicking on when he started clicking when he decided that he now wanted to play they started clicking as well so I think I think that they've uh, a very a very good side that could have been higher up the table yeah. if they had started very well they didn't start very well but they are actually finishing strongly now yeah he's missing one of his uh, uh, one of the, the defenders that he's going to definitely need uh, or would have needed is Sergio Reguilon uh, because Liverpool very dangerous on the flanks and Sergio Reguilon is as you heard from Mike out for until the end of the season one of those players uh, that they will be missing so it's going to be a difficult one for Conte to set up but if there's a manager who might be able to set it up it's Antonio Conte your Premier League weekend fixtures look like this Brentford will be taking on Southampton in a potentially entertaining affair Burnley uh, versus Aston Villa Chelsea versus Wolves it's Crystal Palace who entertain Watford Uh, Brighton versus Manchester United Arsenal will take on Leeds Leicester City versus Everton, Norwich versus West Ham, Manchester City who were knocked out of the Champions League uh, recently will pick themselves off the floor uh, to face Newcastle and then Liverpool versus Tottenham. Let's go to Italy. The Nerazzurri, the Black and Blues, Inter Milan. Barella, and of all the people... Of all the people, Arturo Vidal. The Giallo Rossi, the Yellow and Reds, AS Roma. Pedro, he'll have a go. Oh, it's goals! Sensational goal from Pedro as Roma doubled their lead in the derby. La Viola, the purple ones, Fiorentina. Great support play, wonderful goal, and Castrovilli 2-2 two two for him. What a fine breakaway goal from Fiorentina. The Bianconeri, the black and whites, Juventus. Ronaldo! Seals yet another 
be Juventus. Tough yet colourful. The best of Italian football on Z. Now Milan will look to retain top position in Serie A when they face Verona in the City of Love on Sunday. The uh, Rossoneri are eager to regain the Scudetto and you should know that they are eyeing their fourth consecutive league win. And Milan uh, taking on Verona, you've got to say to yourself that even though it's an away trip and Hellas Verona is a a tricky customer, Mike, uh, they should be able to do the business. Yeah, Milan, I think, uh, are the embodiment of this season of uh, Real Madrid in the Champions League yes. they've found a way to win matches yeah, yeah. Uh, you know even matches where they haven't played well they've invariably got over the line and uh, that that is the pedigree you know when we talk about Real Madrid and teams like that AC Milan now getting back to their own they have that pedigree uh, where you know they, they're able to get the job done so I, I fancy Milan to be able to do the, the job against Verona yeah and uh, right now it's not about pretty patterns it's about getting the three points against you the Scudetto Serie A weekend fixtures the key ones Internazionale versus uh, Empoli, uh, Genoa versus Juventus, uh, Torino versus Napoli, and Hellas Verona will be taking on Milan. In Spain, Barcelona will be looking to strengthen their grip on second spot in the La Liga on the La Liga table when they make the trip to Seville tomorrow night uh, to take on fifth place Real Betis. Uh, this is a potentially entertaining affair because Betis has had a fantastic season, haven't they, Alex? Yeah, fantastic season. They, you know, I, I didn't expect them to be uh, to be that solid. You know, in a game. In, in a game between uh, Real, Madrid, uh, Real Betis and Barcelona, I would never ever have thought that I would say this is going to be a tough match. Yeah. You know, I, I, I don't know when was the last time I actually thought about it. But for this season, it's actually like looks yeah. like right? they can Pelligan get something out of it. Yeah, job, it's, yeah, it's unpredictable. He's doing a fantastic job out at Guys, we, we have pissed someone off. I mean, they, oh my God. Uh, let me read this message. As you guys are biased towards Real Madrid, your analysis is not only sickening, but inherently absurd. <laughs> <laughs> How can you say a club that has won more Champions Leagues than any other? Inoitas, a good Juma. Wait, wait, the coup de gras. You disgust me. Oh! <laughs> well, I think with our disgusting selves, we better leave the studio. We're back on Monday. Don't miss the show. May God richly bless you. That's my story. And I'm sticking to it. Manande, out. The biggest sports stories. Chelsea, the UEFA Champions League winners of 2021. The biggest interviews. That uh, such a great spectacle is ruined by such such thuggish behaviour. And all the analysis right here. He's the one player that the arrogance can think that he can play in any stadium in the world and any pitch in the world in front of any player in the world and take them on. Every weekday, it's my sport, it's your sport. It's ZFM Sport on ZFM Stereo. My station, your station. Hi, this is Mike Madod and you can catch me and the team for all the latest breaking news out of the world of sport, local as well as international on your favorite station. My station, your station, ZFM. We are Z Team on ZFM Sport. Z.